This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or feel free to visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please visit our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group. And you can watch videos on different financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or even a virtual meeting. And remember, all meetings are complimentary and no obligation is required. Well, today we have a special guest, which is um, Michael Bigger, president of Gradient Investments. But before we kind of bring him on, let me introduce to you my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you? Oh, Corey, thanks for having me on the show once again. Great to be here. Uh, I'm excited about today's show. We have uh, Mr. Michael Binger here today. This is going to be a good one. And I know a lot of people are worried about market volatility and inflation, things like that. What's going to happen? So I'm glad Mike's here to talk to us about this. I've been great. How about you, Corey? What's going on? Keeping busy? Yeah. And one of the nice things, Tony, today is we're actually uh, in person. Yeah, we're all together <laughs> instead of remote. This that's, is great. That's exa- exactly right. I'm up in Minneapolis attending a financial uh, um, a meeting where I'm actually going to be presenting about uh, uh, investing in, you know, in general with some of uh, Gradient's advisors. That's awesome. Yeah. So for our listeners out there, you know, with, with Safe Harbor Wealth Advisors, I actually have the option where I could actually set up my firm to, and you know, handle all the investments ourselves, develop our portfolios, and manage all those assets for our clients. Or what I can do, which is which, what we do here at, at Safe Harbor Wealth Advisors, is I have a strategic partnership with Gradient Investments. And what they do for us is they manage the portfolios that we put our clients' money into. So Michael Binger is actually here with us, and we're going to you know talk a little bit about um, the market, the volatility that's kind of going on out there today. But before we kind of dive into that, I'll introduce Mike. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And uh, first of all, tell us just a little bit about Gradient Investments. And I know one of the, the, the nice things is, you know, we've really been with you since 2009, at that point in time, I don't even know what you were managing in investments back then. Oh boy, back in 2009, <laughs> it was less than 100 million. So uh, yeah, yeah, we're close to five billion now in, in, in client assets around the country. Uh, Great investments. It's just been a you know it's been a real growth story, and we've had a lot of successes here, and that's just great. Yeah, it is great. And one of the other things uh, that you do is again, we're not branded. We're we're independent registered investment advisors here at, at Safe Harbor, and and really, you only work with other advisors 
that are RIAs like us. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that that's who we manage portfolios for is, is for independent advisors. And yeah, I think the best way to describe an independent advisor is someone who has who, who has to work and abide by what's called a fiduciary duty is that they are, you know, bound by this fiduciary duty that they have to keep their client's best interest at all times in mind. I, I, I yep. mean, and, and to me, that's the way it should be done out there. Yeah, we talk, Tony and I talk about being a fiduciary all the time. Mm -hmm. I think it's important that, you know, for our listeners out there that you are working with someone or an advisor that does have a fiduciary that's always looking in your best interest. Um, But, you know, let's kind of talk a little bit about some of the volatility that's going on in the market today. Uh, You know, 2021 was a, a great year. It was. Yeah. Um, you know, before we even do, I want to set a little backdrop in the markets. Uh, you know, I want to look at 2019, 2020 and 2021. I mean, all three of those years were pretty good years that were probably averaging about 20, 21% per year. Um, so even if some of the things that we're going to talk about today hadn't have happened, uh, you know, I, I still think the market would have a, you know, a correction sometime during the year. Uh, it, it's, you know, a lot of people don't like it, but it's normal for stock markets to correct periodically. I, I mean, if you look back in history, on average, we have a, you know, probably three, 5% corrections every year. We probably average one 10% correction every year. So corrections are pretty normal. We, you know, we're used to them here and we like to use corrections opportunistically instead of pushing the panic button. It, 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 that will help you in the long term if you do, if you look at it that way. Yep. And I, and I think one of, one of the things our, our listeners out there can probably relate to right now, and that's just the cost of goods. You know, if you go back and you look at last month, uh, 10% inflation right now. And, uh, it's, you know, of course, that's having a big impact on our wallet with the things we're buying, whether it's fuel, groceries, and uh, at least lumber's not as expensive as it was about a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's skyrocketing. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, I mean, where do you think inflation is, you know, f- going from here for the rest of the year? Yeah. So right now, inflation is probably about eight and a half percent was the last reading. Uh, we're going to have another reading, you know, the one that, that the central banks or the Federal Reserve Banks look at this Friday. Um, so I think it's going to be around this level here, but I'm in the camp where I think inflation has peaked right now. Um, you, you know, I think this kind of nine percentage is, is the highest number we're going to see, but it, it's not going to, you know, we haven't had to worry about inflation for you know probably 15 years. Um, it, you know, in, in fact, we've worried about deflation versus inflation where our home prices are declining, things like that. So it's, it's different. Stock markets don't like inflation. I, I, I mean, what inflation does is it just puts less money in the consumer's hands to spend on goods and services, which in turn could slow the economy. Um, so that's why stock markets don't like inflation. Um, and bond markets don't like inflation because when interest rates go up, bond prices go down. And the only way the Federal Reserve can combat inflation is to raise interest rates, which are in the process of doing right now. Um, so I think that inflation has peaked. I think as we exit 2022, I think that inflation number is going to go, is really going to be about four and a half percent as well. So it'll be about half of what it is now. Okay. So speaking about them, one of the things that you also mentioned in here were, were bonds. Mm-hmm. So of course, uh, not only do we have inflation going on, the Fed has started to raise interest rates. Um, tell me, you know, you can maybe give a little backdrop about how it's affected the bonds the first 
really the first quarter this year. And uh, what what do we really anticipate happening with the bond portfolio, you know, for the remainder of the year? Because let's face it, you know, in a, in a 60, 40, you know, type of, a, you know, investment, if you're balanced, 40 percent's in bonds. And right yep. now we've lost money this first quarter with them. Right? Yeah. And that's why, you know, that's why it's alarming because people look to bonds for safety. And actually, there was a point in the first quarter this year where the bond market was actually down more than the stock market. So people who have a 60-40 or 50-50 split of stock and bonds, they you know, they have this false sense of, you know, I'm pretty safe here, but you may not be. Um, you know, usually bonds are pretty safe, but when we have rising interest rates, bond prices go down of the bonds that you own. And that's why you're seeing these, you know, these negative performance numbers right now in the bond market. Um, and, and a lot of that is in anticipation of what the Fed's going to do the rest of the year. The Fed has said, we're going to raise interest rates seven or eight times, you know, throughout the rest of the year. And the bond market has reacted to that. And they brought prices down as, as they anticipate rates will go up. And that's why clients are seeing negative bond performance numbers right now. And you just mentioned about the, the interest rates going up and, I don't think the market liked last week the uh, Fed saying they're going to raise it by a half a percent, uh, maybe with, with the upcoming. And we saw a big, you know, dip in the market that that day. That's right. So, what do you think about, uh, you know, with the, with the Fed raising interest rates, um, maybe inflation, hopefully, you know, triggering down the, the second half of the year. Uh, what do you think? What's your outlook on the market? So, I mean, right now we're down, mm -hmm. you know, about ten percent. Eight, eight to right 10%. now we're about down as we speak. We're probably down about eleven percent right. on the on the S and P five hundred, which is the broadest stock market measure out there. Um, so here, here's how I look at the stock market. Uh, you, you know, the stock market it, it, it's aware of inflation, right? As the stock market prices in everything that's already happened, so the stock market now is going to look forward at what you know, you know what it thinks is going to happen. So I think that inflation has peaked and will decelerate in the back half of the year. Um, there's a lot of demand out there. You know, you know, people are working. Unemployment rates are, you know, at 50-year lows again. Um, and not only are unemployment rates low, but folks who are working are earning more. Their incomes are going up higher than average right now. So we all know that if people are working and they're making more money and doing what they're doing, what are they going to do with that money? They're going to spend it, right? Right, right? So there's, and we call that demand. So right now, demand is very strong and very high. People want to buy goods. They want to you know, buy services. They want to get out there and travel and go to restaurants and see movies and all these things that we you know, really couldn't do for the previous two years, they want to now do. The problem is, is that you know, a lot of your listeners have probably heard about the supply chain, this and you know, little shortages here and there. Uh, it's just going to take, we're having what I call a demand spike right now. And the supply chain, which had contracted because of COVID, is now going to take probably about six months to catch up. And, and, and I really think the economy is going to continue strong once the supply chain catches up because we have strong demand out there. So I'm encouraged is what I see in the back half of 2022. I feel the inflation numbers and, and the pain it's inflicted on the stock market has already happened. And moving forward, I think we can start to see gains in the market from this point on. Yeah, I think that's good. Now, uh, let's take a, a quick minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Corey, and set up that complimentary consultation with you and your team there 
uh, to talk about where their portfolio is at and look at where they need to be moving forward. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Yeah, for our listeners out there, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or feel free to visit our website at safeharboroh.com. And again, we can talk about your overall financial portfolio. We can provide a you know, a second opinion by doing a Morningstar analysis of your current portfolio just to make sure that you're allocated the correct way. And again, if you don't have a financial plan, we'll put a financial plan in place for you. And if you do have one, again, we can provide that second set of eyes and provide a second opinion. Again, just give us a call at 614-760-0670. All right. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Mike. And we'll be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles, right after this. There are 96 different months you could file for Social Security benefits. There's over 9,000 combinations if you are married. But that's not all. There's advanced filing strategies that can also be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file for Social Security benefits. To request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report from Safe Harbor Retirement Group, visit safeharboroh.com. The Social Security Maximization Report will tell you exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or feel free to visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And again, while you're on our website, be sure to click on that radio page. You can check out our past shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The radio page will also provide you with previous shows on a number of topics that may be of interest to you. And please visit our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group and you can watch videos on different types of financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting or even a virtual meeting. Remember, all meetings are complimentary and no obligation is required. Well, today I have a a special guest, Michael Binger, president of Gradient Investments, along with my co-host, Tony Shore. You know, so far we've kind of, you know, we talked about the market volatility. We talked about interest rates, a little bit of inflation. And, you know, one question I have for you, uh, Mike, is, you know, we, we talked about uh, inflation, a big part of that. One of the things, of course, that we always try to do uh, at Safe Harbor Wealth Advisors, and I'm sure a lot of your other advisors that you work with as well, is we look at long term. We, we try not to get into that chasing, chasing different types of portfolios. Um, but from a long term perspective, how do you think a, a precious metal type of portfolio that you do have, which of course is going to have gold in it. Um, what are your thoughts on that being able to, you know, hedge against inflation as well as get a little bit of long-term growth, you know, for a client as well? Yeah. So we're talking about our precious metals portfolio, which, uh, you, you know, we invest there in gold, silver, palladium, platinum, things like that. Um, a lot of that investment in that portfolio is heavily weighted towards gold. Uh, we keep gold in there, and, and a lot of you know your clients and, and people we deal with, you know, like to keep five to ten percent of their portfolio allocations in gold, um, just for time periods like this for inflation hedges. Sure, you know, because stock markets they it, it doesn't like inflation, and we've had inflation, and the markets have reacted to it, and they're down. Our precious metals portfolio is up this year, though. So gold has it. It, it really hasn't performed. It really hasn't done a lot. It hasn't been down a lot, hasn't been up a lot for the past decade, really. Uh, it's really been a decade where 
stocks have performed the best. Um, and, and when stocks are performing well and folks aren't cautious and, and, and inflation is really not there at all, I mean, no, there's no reason to get into gold. Today there is, and I think gold is a is is proving again. People kind of abandoned gold, and now it's proving its worth in, in being a hedge against inflation. And I think as long as we have inflation now, the long term average for inflation and what the Fed looks for is kind of healthy inflation is about two and a half percent. I said we're going to exit this year probably somewhere between four and five percent, which means we're you know that's still well above a long term average. So having some gold in your portfolio is probably not a bad idea for the next couple of years. Yeah, I I mean I, I do tend to agree with you too, and I think when we start talking about having a little bit of a, you know in a portfolio, really we're talking a little bit of a balance. Five, no more than t- probably ten percent of your portfolio should be yeah. invested in something yeah. like that as well. You know, for our listeners out there, you know, uh, when we start talking about uh, one of the things that you do for us is what we call active management, mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of give an overview. Real, you know, we have you know you have twenty different portfolios, twenty five yep. different portfolios, but. We, Give our listeners a little bit of insight what it means by active management. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, we have about 20 different portfolios, and they range on the risk and return spectrum from very conservative, which you probably would imagine would have a lot of bonds in it, to more aggressive growth, which has all stocks and growth stocks in it. So each portfolio has its own set of mandates and objectives, which then define what we call an investable universe um, that, that fits those objectives and mandates. And it is the portfolio manager's job to select stocks from that investable universe in the portfolio that will beat that universe, or you, you call that universe a benchmark. So a portfolio manager's job is to, you, you know, if you're investing in a precious metals portfolio, you don't want to see Netflix and things like that. And there you want to see precious metals. So Marianne manages our precious metals portfolio, and her job is to, you know, overweight gold or underweight gold or buy silver or buy palladium to try and beat that precious metals or gold index. Yeah, I think with, for our listeners out there, one of the things they really need to uh, realize is their job is to manage the portfolios that I place clients' money into. It's my job to make sure that you're allocated the correct way and that I have you in a long-term strategic, you know, objective of what we're really trying to accomplish by using Gradient Investments portfolios. Yeah, I think that's a key point you just made, Corey, because uh, you're really there to communicate directly with uh, the team at Gradient. And I don't think many, even independent advisors, can say they have a relationship with the president of the investment company uh, that their client's money is at. And I think that's great because you can be on the phone with Marianne, who's investing in precious mm-hmm. metals and doing working on that on a daily basis, and you're involved. And I think that's a huge distinction. Yeah, I think it is too. And one of the things we also do for our clients too is is once a year, either uh, Mike or one of the, the managers do come down and, and present to our clients um, about the portfolios, usually a re, you know a recap of the of the current year, yeah, sure, and kind of a, maybe a little bit of an outlook of what to expect in the upcoming year. So, last question, we'll just kind of talk about more than anything. Again, we have you know twenty different portfolios mm-hmm. uh, that we can put our clients' money into, and let's just talk about. Um, I know one particular portfolio that. Uh, that I, that I do place a lot of my clients' money into, but I thought maybe you can get a, you know, a good overview of that. It's, it's what we call our buffered index. 
Yeah, yeah. So this is a portfolio that, uh, that that clients invest in for a period of anywhere from one to two years. You know, we want to make sure that in this portfolio, all capital gains are long-term gains. Um, and what this does is it gives clients an opportunity to participate in the upside of the markets, but it also gives them some downside protection. So nothing is, so that sounds wonderful, right? But nothing comes free. So for that downside protection, your returns are capped. But our buffered index portfolio, we've been having caps that are close to, you know, giving us between 10 and 15% annualized yields, which most folks are very happy if they get that. And they also have that downside protection or what we call the buffer that anywhere from between, if the markets are actually down between zero and 15%, clients are even. Yep. The portfolio absorbs the first zero to 15% of loss in the market. So it, it, it's resonating with a lot of clients right now, especially in this time of heightened volatility. And, and, and a lot of clients are saying like, look, if, you know, if I have the ability to make 13% in, on an annualized basis, and I also have up to 15% protection if the market's down up to 15%, that's a win-win for me, and let's do this. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I totally agree with you. And mm-hmm. if you kind of look at uh, our May caps right now, I believe the 18-month is about a 23.25% yep. on the upside, which is, of course, the most that you can make. Mm-hmm. But it also comes with a 20 buffer, mm-hmm. which basically means 20% is kind of on the house. Yeah, yeah. I, I, another portfolio that I just think we should mention that that really resonates with our clients is called the G50. And that portfolio has 50 U.S. blue chip stocks in it. You know, the name recognition is extremely high. You know, everyone knows probably 48 out of the 50 companies there. Uh, the, the, the good thing is, is that they're blue chip companies. They've been around for decades. We anticipate they'll be around for decades to come, but they pay a dividend. Okay, and they pay each of them pays a dividend that's higher than market averages, and more importantly, in times of inflation, those dividends, those companies tend to grow those dividends at rates higher than inflation. So it's a little bit of an income, it's a dividend income stream, but a growing dividend income stream, growing at rates that are generally higher than inflation. And if you look at the the value stocks with the G fifty today, um, right now. I think the you know if you're 100 percent in that in that portfolio with the stock wise because mm-hmm. uh, we have different ones where you can actually you know allocate that with some bonds too, mm-hmm. but from the stock side it's down at about it's 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 down like three or four percent so it's down much less than the market that's so, correct so this is a year where value stocks these blue chip companies you know the fact that they're actually paying dividends and yep. earning money the market is starting to really value that right now yep and and. Uh, you know, one of the things I will say this is, you know, we're talking about this before you go out and make any uh, decisions on how to invest. You you really need to make sure that you come in, uh, spend some time with me, or even talk to your another financial advisor just to make sure that that you are doing the things the right way. Everyone's situation is different. Again, we try to customize and uh, put a strategy in place. Um, you know, for each into you know for each client, and it could be different. So, um, again, I just want to be able to say that. Hey, Mike, I want to thank you for joining me today. Hey, it's my pleasure. I loved it. Have me back again sometime. Right. We'll, we will do that. And for our listeners out there, this is uh, 
I just want to remind everyone, to, if you want to set up a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or feel free to visit us on our website at safeharboroh.com. And again, if you want us to review your uh, your uh, portfolio, we can provide a, a complimentary Morningstar report. And again, we can always put a financial plan in place for you. Again, our phone number is 614-760-0670. All right. Well, thanks, guys. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.